Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Top story. Here it is with BT and Sal. I mean, listen, there's seasons that go awry, but are still at least, you know, from a PR point of view, perceptually salvageable. This one is not. I mean, this jet season is so far off the rails that I don't think anybody's thinking straight in the building. It's okay if me and Sal have an irrational moment or two on the air. It is not okay for the Jets to allow that to permeate their building since it's their team. And, you know, right now, this is what you're looking at. You're looking at a motivated, intensely, you know, in, almost insanely motivated Rodgers who wants to play, which I respect. Some think it's selfish. I think it might be a little bit of everything. But Rodgers right now wants to satisfy Rodgers' demands. Okay. Or at least what he wants to uh, check off his list and, and shut people up. All right. That's one aspect. The other aspect is that the Jets want him to I believe. I can't prove this. I believe this. The Jets want him to play. So they could change the narrative. Because if the Jets go out there and win, even if it's only one out of three, but the offense looks more functional, or God forbid they win two out of three, and they're putting up multiple touchdowns a game, and they're having you know third-down efficiency suddenly is really good instead of being historically awful. Now all the conversations change. And everybody who right now is perceived to be in trouble, the head coach, the GM, the OC, they can say, see, this this is what it would have looked like. So I want to know who is thinking clearly for the future of the Jets. It, it better be Joe Douglas because I think Aaron Rodgers is being selfish here. He's not for, This is not for the betterment of the team, him coming back. And we'll have answers to what Rodgers is thinking coming up probably at 1 o'clock or so, a little after that. When he's on with Pat McAfee, I'm sure it's going to be the first thing that they discuss whether or not he's going to want to play. Problem is, I feel like the Jets hierarchy, and this is where we disagree, I believe this is a Rodgers thing. I don't believe the Jets 
Douglas and Sala. And by the way, Sala has no say in the matter anyway. It's sad, but it's just true. He just doesn't have a voice. You can tell by the way he answers questions. Well, I don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I have to ask him, basically. It's Joe Douglas versus Rodgers. I believe Joe Douglas doesn't want Aaron Rodgers to play because these three games don't mean anything. Not in the tenure of Joe Douglas, not in the tenure of Robert Sala. Who the hell is evaluating these guys based on these three meaningless games? I'm not. I don't think most people would be. Could so, be Woody, though. He's yeah. the only one that matters. Oh, I mean, but that's embarrassing if he's evaluating his head coaches, his head coach and general manager's entire tenure on three meaningless games with a quarterback who's injured all year long. This is about Aaron Rodgers being selfish, putting himself before the team, trying to prove that he could be a hero and come back sooner. And it's why I think Aaron Rodgers needs to go. The whole thing needs to be wiped out. But I need to see Joe Douglas act like the leader of this organization and say, no, you're not playing. I don't care that you think you can come back. I don't care that you've been cleared. You're not playing until next year. 877-337-6666. There it is. Let's get back to you. Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Licata Show, BT and Sal. Uh, how about Pete in South Salem, New York? Pete, what's happening? What's going on, guys? BT, Sal, such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, two things. One, after Sunday with Zach Wilson, do you think that will be his last game in a Jets uniform? And two... With Bill Belichick on the line of possibly not being with the Patriots anymore, what are our thoughts on him coming to the Jets, even though we don't like uh, Belichick too much of the history he's given the Jets? He's not coming to the Jets. I'd love to see it. He's not coming to the Jets. I mean, come on. Is that it? Come on, Pete. you got to have a little bit of a response there, Pete. No, yeah, no. I, You know, because, you know, with Belichick, I'm not a fan of him, but I think it would be interesting to, to see if he came back to say, you know what, I've been doing bad in New England. Let's uh, yeah. Let's see if do you know why? Do you know why Belichick turned down the head coaching job in the first place years ago? I don't quite remember that ownership. Ownership. Same and, same owner. Yeah, it's the, the ownership. The, there's just no way he hates the Jets. <laughs> he does. You know, I don't. Re- I don't dislike Bill. I'm just jealous of Bill. I'm jealous right. of Bill's success. There I admire go. what he's done. I'm jealous of it incredibly. Now, I don't like the, the curmudgeon act, and that would get old fast. I don't like it in New England. It would drive me nuts here. But if the Jets were I winning, love it. Would, uh, I don't know why you do. Because he's, he's the opposite of because, you. Because he's a genius. Doesn't seem like he's your kind of guy. Why? Because of personality? Yes. Because for what he does, imagine him, the genius of football. Arguably, maybe not in my mind, but arguably the greatest head coach in the history of the sport. Sit there and take questions from media members mm. who know nothing <laughs> about it. And then yeah. they like try to, oh, what are you doing with this? Or why'd you do that? And he's just like, come on. Yeah. Like, please. I understand it's part of the job. I think he's got a good personality outside of that. I agree with but that. But the way he's dismissive and. Yeah, like, I get that people have I, I just, I love it. Now, mm. to the writer's point, like, I don't have that job to do. I don't need to ask Bill Belichick questions and get answers. So they do, so I can understand the frustration. But I, I get a kick out of it. I <laughs> love the fact that he's dismissive and just like, come on. It is a game. And it's a game that he's been winning forever. I mean, it's oh, on his God. terms and he never deviates from it. I mean, the one thing, let's just, all right, just entertain this for a sec before we get back to the calls. Now. I do to even get to this possibility. Do we think that he's leaving the Patriots? I do, and you don't. You think as they're going to force him out? No, I think it's going to be mutual. I think he's done there, and I think they're done with him. 
I really do. I don't think he's coaching the Pats. I think he I think he now again, I don't know this. I believe he would coach there until he's done. I believe that he will coach until he's done. No, I don't but why not? You don't think he wants to be there? I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I don't. I don't. No, that's I think an interesting part of it. I didn't really think of. I think he's done with that. There's been a lot of stuff with him and Kraft, and you know, I think part of the reason why, well, that that extension, which was not reported until mm-hmm. after the fact, I think it was a two or three year deal. I think that was done by Kraft strategically. Like, okay, we'll give you the contract, and if you stay here, you're the greatest coach of all time. We can justify it. But if you want to leave, then we're getting we're holding somebody hostage in terms of uh, compensation. Right. All right. So first. I think he's leaving. You're less convinced. I'm still not buying it. Got yeah. it. But that's the first checkpoint to even get to him possibly coaching the Chargers, the Jets, whomever. The issue, and it's compounded for the Jets, they gave up draft equity for Rodgers. You're giving up more for Belichick? No way. I mean, that's just tough. No way. Yeah, I, I know he's tough. worth it, but even at this point, like, honestly, all kidding aside, it, it's not the right move at this point. It, it's not. The Jets need to wipe the slate clean. Do you want to have sustained success or not? It'd be, be nice. It'd because be nice. because anything short, sure. they're in a spot right now would, where anything short of a Super Bowl next year is a failure. That's just the reality of the situation. Mm. You can get to the championship game next year with Aaron Rodgers, then what? Like, the whole point of bringing him in was to get to and win a Super Bowl. Year one, a disaster. You don't believe in the head coach anyway. What do you think is going to happen in the next couple of years? And if you don't win a Super Bowl, then what? You're back to square one again. Yeah. For what? For nothing. Well, and the one thing that we've seen with Belichick is Belichick without an established star veteran quarterback is, is nothing. He really. So with Rodgers, it would probably be a decent marriage, I would I would think. Although well, I feel like the their personality is like, it, it, but then when Rodgers is gone, a kid you draft, I mean, I'm sure the kid would be more talented inherently than Mac Jones, but where's the evidence that Belichick, we've had this discussion, that's why I, don't, that's why I, I prefer somebody like Parcells, who's done it in so many different places with so many different quarterback iterations, whereas Belichick with Brady, fantastic. Without him, not good. And, and the results show that. I just don't see where Belichick coming here and once the Jets move on from Rodgers due to age or injury – this evidence that he's going to elevate some young quarterback because he's never done it in his life. You know? Let us get Glenn in, uh, where is that? Montague. Montague. Well, that's not how I would spell Montague, but it's okay. <laughs> Glenn's in New Jersey. What's going on, Glenn? Yeah. Yeah, it's Montague, New Jersey, up here by High Point State Park. Guys, how you doing? Good. Hey, now, is there is there a Q or a G? I would believe that there would be a G. Is there a Q or a G in Montague? M O N T A G U E. That would be a, a gotcha figured such. Okay, go ahead, Glenn. Big fan of yours. Happy holidays. I just wanted to point out the Jets do need a change, and it all starts with the coaching. The Jets are never prepared for a football game, they're always out coached. It's an old story. Uh, you know, we have one of the best fan bases in the NFL. All we got to do is win, and everything will take off. But you know what? It's just an old story. It's an old story. Look at the present coaches we have. And i got to compare something here, guys, and it hasn't been said, but it's pretty comparable. You know, Robert Sala and the ex-Giants coach, Joe Judge, they got the greatest post-game speeches and pre-game speeches, but they're not coaches. You know, Sala is a defensive coach. You see the results on the defense. They're playing great, okay? The defense has played great all year. Uh, and it's a damn shame that our offensive line is brutal. The quarterback situation is brutal. We really only have one tight end. You know, it, it, it's a shame. And uh, 
you know, I, I'd like to see another head coach come in there and turn the whole organization around. Now, with Joe Douglas being the GM, I just want to state that, you know, it's like playing Simon Says. If we need something that is as said from the higher above, either it comes from Aaron Rodgers, who's been calling the shots, he always gets the guys. But, you know, I would give Joe J- uh, Douglas another chance, but I would definitely get rid of the coach. Guys, thank you for your time. I'd like to see what you have to say. You got it, and Glenn. Who but, thank who you, Glenn. Yeah, but the, the problem well, is... That's a good call. He's chatty. That a boy, Glenn. Way the, to bring it. Good the, call. The problem is he wants to keep Douglas and fire Sala. Mm-hmm. And now that messes up the timeline again. Which is what we see, and it never works. And or with, very rarely and with, works. And with Rodgers here, the timeline is screwed up to begin with. Well, I, well, I'm going to challenge you on that. I don't think it's screwed because up. Because of Hackett. Well, okay. I don't think the timeline is screwed up with Rodgers. I actually think it's very easy to identify, which is almost a good thing. No, but It's here's... a short two-year window. No. That's, you know that. We know that. Operate off of that knowledge. But here's why. Can Do you feel like you could clean house with Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback? I don't care what Rodgers thinks. Okay. And so, that's so going to be you, callous. So I don't think do. they've got the stones to do it. But I've said for a while, if he doesn't like what I'm prepared to do, then he could go so, as well. So here's how the timeline's not messed up. You have Aaron Rodgers. He's your starting quarterback. Yep. You fire Douglas. You fire Sala. You fire Hackett. You fire Ulbrick. All those guys at Ulbrick maybe gets a job on his own, whatever. Mm-hmm, all those guys mm-hmm. out. Clean house, bring in a new regime. Now, you have the fifth pick in the draft. What do you do? I have to see what's in front of me. If I love a quarterback, I take him. You have to. And I don't care what Rodgers thinks. I take him. That's fine. So that's what should happen. Everybody out, new general manager, new head coach in, draft a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers being the starting quarterback next year and mentoring. That's basically what they did this year with Zach Wilson, but it'd be with a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's the right way to do it. However, I don't believe Aaron Rodgers would ever be okay with firing Hackett a, and B, drafting a quarterback in his final year or his final couple of years drafting a quarterback with the fifth overall and, pick. And this is why it is such a mess. It is a convoluted disaster. Like the Jets are just, if you put them in a blender and hit the button, that's the 2023 and probably 2024 and possibly 2025 Jets. It's all one soupy, sloppy, drippy mess because the components bleed into each other. There's no real ability to delineate what they should do. Now, I'll even take it a step further, Sal. Let's just say that let's just say that they keep everybody mm-hmm. and it's time to draft fifth overall. I don't even have the confidence that they would draft a quarterback then. Right. Because I believe, of Rogers. I believe right. that they would do whatever is in but their minds and they could justify and also placate him left tackle, which I can understand on some level, but or wide receiver or whatever, just to, hey, one more shot with Rodgers. We're a missing piece away from this right. or that. That's what they're going to do. That's not how you build Super Bowl teams. That's why I say the timeline's messed up because yep. that's what they're going to do. If this were any other quarterback, they would blow the whole thing up. The way that it went down, because of who the quarterback is, the fact that he was out the whole year, they're going to double down next year and believe that they can win the Super Bowl the way that they thought this year. And they're wrong, and all it's going to do is prolong the process and potentially further harm you down the road by not taking a potential franchise-changing quarterback. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get... The guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Rich on Staten Island. What's happening, Richie? Hey, guys. How are you? Rich. What's up, Rich? 
So, so I want to just comment on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I agree with both of you, but just let me get my point across first. So I agree with both of you that it's selfish, right? You both said it's selfish. Sal, you want to see Douglas have, you know, a pair of stones and say, mm-hmm. Aaron, suit up next year, bud. Let's do it next year. I want to see him play. I'll tell you why. Aaron came here under his own terms, his own conditions. It's his team. It's pretty much him and Woody. Joe Douglas and Robert Sala have zero say in my opinion. That's just my opinion from the outside looking in. Well, let's just see. It's three games left. Woody Johnson and the Jets need to put fans in the stands for this last home game of the year, number one. Number two, if they look good the next three games offensively, well, then you say to yourself, maybe we don't fully need to blow it up, which in my opinion, personally, I think they do need to blow it up. But if they have a good three games, maybe you have a different conversation at the end of this offseason. Maybe you guys on WFAN, right, we're rooting for them next year, and we say, look at the last three games. Rodgers looked decent. But if Rodgers looks like Zach Wilson all year, if he looks like Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon, well, then I think that that's an easier conversation to have and say, look, even you didn't succeed with the guys that we have. we got to blow it up. Guys, I'd love to hear your response. Happy holidays. Best to you and your family. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. Same to you. Sal, why don't you take that? I, that's a pretty good point by Rich. Interesting. Be- because I don't think you should determine the future on three meaningless games. I understand the curiosity and why Rich and why others, UBT, even myself, I, like, I want to see Aaron Rodgers back. I don't believe it's the right thing for the organization. What are you going to see in these three games that's going to make you feel any bit better? It's it's not for me. I don't care if he goes out there and throws for four touchdowns, 300 yards every game, and the Jets win all three. I'm not going to feel any different. I know what Aaron Rodgers is. By the way, that's not going to happen. I know what Rodgers is. I know what Robert Sala is at this point. They're going to double down, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter these three games. You're going to get Rodgers next year. Even if he came in and flopped. Offensive line was awful. Rodgers gets beat up. Not putting up big numbers. Guess what? He's coming back. You you should never, ever, ever make those type of franchise-changing decisions based on three games. I'm not doing that. I would hope that the Jets are not doing that. I already know what Rodgers is. I already know what Salah is. And I'm pretty sure I know what Joe Douglas is. And the answer is not good enough. The Jets need something new. They need to strip it down and rebuild regardless of what happens here these three games. Now, I agree with that, but I I think I think we're kind of in in a unique spot that is is hard to evaluate. And what I listen, here's where I'm with Sal. I'm not a big fan of you know, late season audition, pre, not that Rodgers is but in general you know, kid a call, uh, call the kid up from double A, triple A, whatever. Yankees, Mets, hits 309, looks the part. Shane Spencer in six grand, whatever it is, an, an average player. I do think we can overreact to that in baseball. Uh, I also think that sometimes, you know, like, like a Mike White situation, eh, it gets a little sample. Oh, wow, Mike looks really good. He's a backup, dude. And I think we probably all should have known that a year ago. Aaron Rodgers is different. N- only because the. I think the ability to elevate his teammates is real because he's done it before. It's more tangible. Now, sports is is bottom line. You win or you lose, and that's generally all that matters. But specific to Rodgers coming back, I don't think it's meaningless this year because, at least for me, the optics matter. If they lose and it's, and it's the same eyesore, then I'll know wrecking ball time. If they lose and Rodgers is good and the offense is functional – that's a different frame of reference. If they actually win and the offense is really good, that's an entirely different reaction. So 
I don't look at the final three games as meaningless in terms of evaluating what they look like with Rodgers versus how they look without him. There's only one reason why Aaron Rodgers would come back this year. It's because Aaron Rodgers wants to prove the naysayers wrong. That's about it. That's it. And do we have a fundamental issue with that? I love the the attitude, mm-hmm. but the organization should say, you're not doing it. Yeah, back to what we said before. Yeah. The, same, yeah. the same thing right. to start the show. I, I got you. They won't. 877-337-6666. It is BT and Sal on the fan. Coming up. All right. The least trusted reporter in baseball just dropped a little something on Yamamoto. Who's this, Nightingale or Morosi? Do we believe him? Which one is we'll it? We'll get to that okay. coming up next. I mean, Sal, can you let me at least do a tease here? I mean, talk about ruining Well, you got me out. I want to know which I one I usually do many good oh. teases here. I'm trying to drop a, you know, textbook radio tease, and the guy's stepping all over it. See, I told you he's getting nervous about Yamamoto. Although, if he was doing that tease, I would have said the same thing. I would have tried to get the answer right there. You- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. BT and Sal back on the fan as uh, we'll get back to these Rodgers Jets calls 877-337-6666. But we get a little Yamamoto stuff on the table again here. So, all right, before we unpack this, and it's not breaking news, but I I need to settle a few things here. Mm -hmm. First of all, we know the Yanks, Mets, and Dodgers are at the forefront. Right. Or at least strongly surmised. Those are the three. You're going to leave out the Red Sox? Well, I'm getting there. Okay. Before we get to this new ish update report by an interesting reporter. Okay. Uh, let's determine the level of seriousness, at least from our perspective, the other teams in the mix. You think the Giants are a real threat? I do. Money-wise, yes. I don't think he's going to end up going there, but I would I would consider them a serious threat. Okay. Uh, do you think the Red Sox are a real threat? Possibly. Like, if you had asked me to narrow it down to three, I- I'll give you my three. It's Mets, Dodgers, Yankees. Okay. Do you think Toronto is... No, nah, I don't. I'm not taking 
games. Mm-hmm. What about the Phillies, who seem to nah. be making a late Bryce Harper FaceTime nah, them? I don't care. I don't think he's going there. Okay, I don't either. All right, so. Giants, possibly. Red Sox, possibly. Yep. But they would be the second level under the top three, Mets, Yanks, Dodgers. You know, I'd probably agree. Uh, I definitely agree Yankees, Mets, Dodgers. But if I had to come up with, like, tier two, I'd probably leave Toronto off. I'd probably leave the Phillies. Probably the Giants and the Red Sox. Right. I would. I would... I would feel is most viable. All right, so now we've got that under control. Uh, John Morosi. Oh, God. Breaking worthless, news. Worthless. Anything he <laughs> says or tweets is worthless. Uh, John Morosi is reporting that uh, Otani is... Uh, yeah, right. He right. has a, um, right. you know, a couple of stops on the flight, so he's not going to Toronto now. He is going somewhere else. Now, he he did say that, quote, you know, Yanks are viewed by many as the front runner. So kind of an aggregation, okay. if you yeah. will. Anybody could have told you that. What else? Yep, yep. That's pretty much it. And that he's going to also sign very likely by the end of this week something else we already strongly surmised. This is, this is his report? Well, he was on TV, and he, they were asking him a bunch of questions, and he said the Yankees are viewed by many as the front runner. And he believes that he'll sign by the end of the week. Can I ask you something? How sure. does a guy like that bounce know. back from what he did? Oh, from that? Like, how could you? How could you get? A st- yeah, you start getting a lot of stuff right, and you hope that people are understanding. Now, you don't seem to have that wiggle room. No. Like, I, the guy made a you- massive mistake. He got played. A lot of people get. Schefter's gotten played. It happens. I, 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 I give him gotten whatever. Stuff wrong? Yeah, the, or there was an article. I don't I know. No, no, there was there was a big story out within maybe Hofka checked this out a year or two where something like agents were feeding Schefter stuff in exchange of information. I, I don't know. Right, but and the implication, which is that's how you get but then he business, gets something I understand wrong? that. No, but the implication was that Schefter was carrying the mail for certain agents and he maybe. Was, and he's being played. I, I I never thought that. I think Schefter was very good. Maybe it, it may but, have been a medical record. I don't. I don't know how. He just. He just said that in my ear. Go ahead. But so. no. But the point is that might be the case. Maybe he's, you know, however he gets his information. I. I don't re- ever recall Schefter getting his information wrong. Not like that. That is the bit. Like Otani was at the time certainly the biggest thing. Now Yamamoto is. But like, how do you get that that wrong? I think it's because whatever information you have is either coming from illegitimate sources or the legit information that you do get you're ignoring because you want to sensationalize something. Yeah. He, he he got a flat out wrong. Like, I'll tell you this, and everybody to each their own. Like, you could watch him or listen. I don't even know where he's on. What, what is the MLB Network, uh, I just saw an, an X clip. Maybe MLB yeah, Network. Yeah, you could follow him or watch him or do whatever you want yep. and, and to each their own. Me, personally, I'll never take a word that comes out of his mouth seriously ever again. Whether it's Twitter, whether it's MLB Network. I don't. Just like Bob Nightingale, I ignore it. It means nothing to me. I'll follow Andy Martino. I'll follow Jeff Passan. I think John Heyman. And by the way, John Heyman, who got Arson Judge wrong, he he didn't say definitively, and I know it's semantics, but he said he appears, Judge appears headed to San Francisco. Didn't say Judge is going to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Morosi said Otani's on a plane going to Toronto. Oh, listen, I'm not so there's a big difference. Oh, uh, listen, that was a colossal misstep Heyman, and it's going to be on his resume forever. Martino... Passing to me are probably my four baseball. I would agree with you. I, I think the reason why the Morosi stuff bothers me less, number one, it's not one of our teams. So I, don't, I wasn't emotionally invested. We knew Otani wasn't coming here. Like, if it was Yamamoto on a plane to Toronto, I'd be like, you know, what's Matt, going well, on here? Well, but that's the that's the point. That's what makes me so mad. Put yourself in Blue Jays fan shoes. Uh, understood. You understood. hate the guy forever. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't trust so him. So out of respect for them, fellow fans, there you go. I hate him forever. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I also don't invest too much in these in these national guys. I think the summer very, very, very good. I, you know, 
I guess I'm just not waiting there with bated breath. I mean, Yamamoto's different. But I, you know, I wake up, I I read the papers, I, I go to a couple of websites I trust, I follow a couple of reporters that I trust, and generally we know who they are pertaining to baseball here, and that's it. Like, I'm not hanging by every syllable that they tweet. I don't, I don't care. But you know what's crazy, BT? We live in a world now, and we've been talking about this for a long time, where you don't know what to believe anymore. There was a the stuff last last week or two weeks ago about the Yankees meeting with Yamamoto mm-hmm. that we just took matter-of-factly. Matter of fact, I don't even know where it came from. Either we heard it somewhere, maybe saw it on social media, but it became like a matter of fact that the Yanks were going to roll out Matsui and yeah, Tanaka to meet true. with Yamamoto. That's right. Now, it turns out that that's factually incorrect. It got to the point where we, we just assumed that that was true. Then there's a report today that one of my friends was texting me about, Jimmy Tran of Sports Illustrated. I do the podcast with him, whatever. He texted me from some guy I'd never even heard of. I guess it's a fake account. I'm not even going to mention it. Okay, yeah. I was going to say the name. The, Go this, ahead. Yeah, the same thing that you came in with yeah. today and was like, hey, did you see what happened? But, like, somebody like that tweets it out. You look at it. He's got the blue check mark, which now anybody could have, so it means nothing. He's got, you know, double-digit thousand yeah, he, followers. So he you're had, like, all right, maybe, followers, yeah. maybe he's legit. And he says something stupid about Tommy DeVito. That's total farce yeah. and BS. So, like... Yeah, but meanwhile, people in passing... I think it's a parody account. Okay, fine. Maybe people don't realize that. No, I, like, I don't know who... They, that's what I mean. I mean. So my, my buddy Jimmy didn't. So now we see it. People in, in the media see it. And we're like, oh, did you see this? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, it spreads like wildfire. And, I get it. And I get it. And by the way, that's just one example. Who's to say that, let's say you or I didn't see this tweet that this parody account tweets, but others do, and they think it's real. Like, I get it, Sal. It's just part of the residue of modern technology. And I guess I don't take it too seriously. You know, I, I don't. Hoff, what did you find with the chef there? What, what was it again? You found something, right? Yeah, in 2022. Illegal, the yeah. domestic thing? What was it? About Dalvin Cook was a victim of domestic abuse and extortion, but the case wasn't, and you know the word better than it I It wasn't did. adjudicated yet. That's the one. So he was a little <laughs> premature on that. So I'm listening. If I, I'm gonna be honest, if I'm gonna get something wrong, I think I'd rather get something wrong about a player being on a plane than well, some sort of legal one. entanglement. That's uh, let's be honest. Well, I don't. Re- I don't recall now that you mention it. I remember it. That's a bad one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it. Everybody has a bad day. That's the point. No, I don't. But I don't. But Schefter to me doesn't lose credibility because of that. Does he take a little bit of a hit? I think so. But he's built up such a. Well, like, who was Morosi? Well, to your point, think about this. And and you consume sports as as much as I do, as much as anybody. Right. So you didn't even realize the the minutia of that misstep by right. Schefter. But everybody's going to remember Morosi's mistake. So it's 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 bigger. Like, I, I I get that. It's a, but it's also. Like, I think Schefter's was an innocent mistake, a bad mistake, but an innocent one, where I think Morosi was trying to be first on something. And got sloppy. Yes. Yeah, I think you're probably That's right. exactly right. I think right. you're right. I agree He with got that. sloppy as a reporter or yeah. just ignored what certain facts were about the situation. How could you get that wrong? Well, if, like you're, that? if you're him, how do you report anything at this point with, without incredible trepidation? Like, if, I, if I'm told anything, if I'm Morosi... The last thing I'm doing is tweeting it out because I might get played again. Sit this one out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. I don't yeah. know if he got played or he's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, well, yes, can, I, can I ask, because, uh, like, for example, Passan and Schefter are two of the guys that we really rely upon, yes, I think. Sure. For the, if they put something out there that's wrong, it's be, not wrong. It's because they probably gave up too much information. The other reporters feel like they're being led on, and we're being led on by them. They're, get, we're getting, they're getting led on by facts that they want to be pushed out, so we can't trust that. Am I am I wrong well, on that? Give you an example. You watched that clip from Baseball Night in New York yesterday, right? BT, you were saying about oh, what Andy the, was you on. You and Martino well, and, uh, and, and who else is up there? Laura Alden yeah, yeah, is up there. Yeah. So Andy 
basically said on the show, now he wasn't reporting anything, he was saying all the stuff that he's heard yeah. while reporting on Yamamoto. Which he elected not to report. Correct. Yes. That's my yes. point. I, I heard it. So he's using a filter, being the educated reporter that he is, and also not trying to be sensationalizing. Mm-hmm. Because if he were, don't you think that him tweeting out the meeting, It went bad with yeah. Cohen, which was, you know, he didn't say it as a report. He said it as a point of reference. He that said that he he's heard. He's been told so many different things. Exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly that was a good my segment. point. It was a good segment. But that's exactly the point about... So, like, let's just say Morosi gets that type of info mm-hmm. and goes with it. Whereas Andy says, well, I've heard the meeting went well. I've heard the meeting went poorly. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. I've heard that. This is why you really, like, there are certain, now, again, I don't know all the sources, but certain sources, you know, just like you hear stuff from certain people, I hear the same thing, certain people you trust, certain people you need to know what to weed out, yep. what to filter through. Well, I'll give you an example. When St. John's was investigating Patino, I obviously had a great source, and I'm like, everybody's coming from a million directions on this, and I truly waited until I absolutely knew, and I'm like, Patino's going to be coaching St. John's. It's right. going to happen. Right. And, you know, because there were a lot of Catholic schools, some issues with Rick, you know, down in other places with some things with the marriage and things that are out there uh, for public consumption because it's a Catholic school. There was a lot of resistance to that. So I was basically saying, I love it. Right. I mean, I'm in the business of forgiving everybody. And let's face it, it's time to start winning. But there are a lot of people who didn't necessarily agree with it because of the Catholic roots and, and, the, and the mistakes right. that he made. And I'm not putting that out there unless I know for a fact he's going to be introduced eventually as the next coach of St. John's. But I'm also not a reporter. I do the games. I know people at the school. I knew my inf- information was flawless. So I felt good going with it. But I'm not trying to make my living right. beating people to stories. Agreed. When you do that, you could get sloppy. Agreed, Hoff. Yeah, Speaking of, there actually is news coming out right now. The Yankees are in talks with bringing back Bernie Williams to yes. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> to the Yes Network? Yes yeah. Network, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be... Oh, God. We could bring Keith's cat on for the broadcast for SNY. Who you guys? Who you burn, guys bringing back? Baby Burn. Eh. Who's he going to replace? Who's out? Did Mabin? Bernie was Mabin, Williams was Mabin with the S last year? Yeah, I think he's gone. I like Kevin Mabin. Cameron was, was good. Is he in addition? So would Bernie be in addition to everybody else? I that think they have? Cameron's out, which I did not agree with. I thought he was a nice asset. But they like did, they oh, didn't get specific. Oh, okay. Is Bernie like in the studio? Is Bernie going to do some games with Kay and Coney and only like what's what's the dynamic? I'm all for it. Either I way. don't think Bernie's that good on TV. Really? I love Bernie. I don't think he's very good on TV. I've never seen him on TV. Yeah, Let's try right? in studio first. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come and I'm on. a huge Bernie yeah, fan. He's a great yeah. Yankee. Why, why not give him a chance? Well, I don't give him yeah. a chance. I'm just saying my initial reaction is personality wise. Eh. Eh. Eh, if you need to spice it up, you want a me to lie bit. and say, "Oh, because he's a yeah, he's amazing." I think he's average no. on TV. What do you want me to say? I don't even remember watching him. Really I mean, neither. But okay. I just know his personality. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's well, I'm saying I know his personality. Like I, he's just yeah, he's not dynamic. True. He's is been what on I'm radio saying. a lot. I remember yes. even when I was producing with Mike, he would be in yeah. here. And yeah. was he ever a great guest with Mike? Yeah, yeah. Very cordial, very nice. Bernie Williams. The energy. But does he jump out? No. Okay. Well, That's what I'm saying. Really. All right. So, yeah, we had to go through that marine, you know, that, that whole song and dance just to get to the same place. All right. That he's average on TV. Just wanted to give you breaking news. Thank you. <laughs> right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right, BT and Sal back on the Fantasy 1249. Uh, we ran a little late with a Dory, so let's get back to you. 877-337-6666. Talking a lot of Jets, a little Yamamoto as well. Uh, Matt is in Franklin Square. What's going on, Matt? How you doing today? Gents, what's going on? What's up, Matty? Hey, Matt. Listen, the biggest Schefter mess-up of all time was when he said Condoleezza Rice was going to be the next Cleveland Brown head coach. <laughs> no, he didn't say she was going to be. He said that she was con- being considered. Yes. I do remember that. Not as the coach. Was it as Close the coach? Enough. Yeah, I think it was. Or, the exec- or an executive. I, I think sure coach. Head coach. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's right. Just saying that they considered. Didn't like... It didn't mean that it was going to happen, yeah, 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 yeah. but the fact that the organization was considering everything and considering, I guess, Condoleezza Rice as head coach. I do remember that now. Okay. Okay. But I didn't, well, there you, you know, go. I so uh, nobody's perfect, right? Thank you very much, Matt. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, he wasn't wrong if they were, in fact, considering them. Well, that's the thing. Her. Unless they flat out came out and said, you know, refuted it, but nope, we never considered her. It's not his most egregious mistake. Right. They just didn't hire her. I think the Dalvin Cook one was exactly right. I think the Cook one was worse. Let's get Carl in Shelton, Connecticut, BT and Sal. Hey, Carl, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. Um, If the the season ended right now, 12 of the 14 playoff teams have an offensive head coach. Like, I, I don't understand how the Jets can just be so lost and, like, misguided. It's not rocket science. They need to bring in an offensive guy. They need to uh, maybe like the Bengals offensive coordinator, Lions offensive coordinator, anyone with an offensive mind. If they don't do that, we're going to be playing checkers while the rest of the league is playing chess. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, Harbaugh's the guy. Just just go get Harbaugh. Uh, Well, so, Sal, Harbaugh is like the number one guy, 100%. Could not agree more. Um, I don't know if he's going to want to come to this mess, um, but I would love Harbaugh. Um, You guys nailed it yesterday, though, too. Like, with with Rodgers coming back and Salah, like, if we make the playoffs, we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. Because if we make the playoffs, then it's like, well, Salah made the playoffs, so we can't fire him. It's just... Right. They should have fired him after the Dolphins game. They should have fired him after the Dolphins game, bringing an offensive guy, 
whether we draft an offensive tackle or uh, a quarterback, it just it just needs to be offense. <laughs> I mean, I can't stress that enough, and I hope that someone in the organization can see it because the rest of the league is doing it. It's not rocket science. It is amazing, Carl, how they keep making the same mistakes. It is amazing. Now, you might get an offensive guy, Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Head coach experience, offensive yeah. guy. You know, and they did try, to be fair, they did try with Adam Gase, and I, I actually like that hire. I'm embarrassed to say, but I like that hire at the I time too. for multiple reasons. What he did in Miami I thought was uh, underappreciated. Mm-hmm. First-time head coach experience, so I like that. It wasn't just a first-timer out of nowhere. He yeah. already had the uh, head coach experience. Offensive guy. For Offensive Donald. guy. Right. So yeah, no, I, I said it was okay, too. Now, they hi- happened to hire the wrong one, but it still should be... And I hate to even say this because, to me, a head coach is a head coach, which is probably the most important thing. But you need to at least have some kind of idea how to develop a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. But what was the biggest issue? Think about this before you answer because it's not a mm-hmm. not an obvious answer. What was the biggest issue with the Gase hire? This proves a bigger point here. What, that Peyton was the yes. one who wanted him? It wasn't even really their yeah. own volition. They had to go outside the organization and get sold on Adam Gase by Peyton Manning, and then who did, never did anything for the Jets. Isn't it the same thing where they had a hiring firm from McCagnan and Bowles? Uh, well, yeah, I don't remember if they... I know a lot of teams often get a hiring firm, right, which I just, just don't understand. It still, I, feels, weird. it still feels... Lost. Yeah, like, what was the deal with Charlie Casserly and his say? Were they having him be a... Charlie Casserly remember was... That, res- that? Absolutely, was responsible for... Like did he? It wasn't Rex. It, Mc, no, so it, then it might have been McCagnan. Was it no, I think it was after. I think it might have been McCagnan. Maybe he was one of the advisors. He uh, was. He but, absolutely right. was. So, but the point is, instead of like looking for those guys to be an advisor, yeah, hire a president of football <laughs> operations. I hear you. To then have him, yep. who knows the game well, go out there and hire a general manager and head coach. Correct. That's. It should be Woody. Do it. Team president, general manager, head coach. It was Bowles. It was McCagnan yeah, and Bowles, Bowles with right. Charlie Casserly. Yeah, that's what I remember. Like, they went outside for a firm and all yeah. that, and Casserly was either part of it or, or... So think about the two of the last three hires they had. It really wasn't even their own determination. It was somebody else telling them basically what they should do. They had Ron Wolf as so a consultant anyway, if they as well listen there. to what people should do, listen to us. Yeah, well... We'll get you in the right direction. Yeah. Fire everybody. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 